streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Hey, Trojan fans, it's time to get into the huddle with the Peristyle Podcast. The Peristyle Podcast is your weekly ticket to USC football and recruiting news. Don't forget, you can download the podcast 24-7 at our website, peristylepodcast.com. And now, here's the host of the Peristyle Podcast, uscfootball.com publisher, Ryan Abraham. Trojan fans, welcome to a quick special edition of the Peristyle Podcast. It's early National Signing Day, first day of the early signing period for the 2021 class. It's a crazy week because USC in a couple of days is playing in the Pac-12 Championship against Oregon, but we wanted to do a quick update for the podcast listeners of what's going on here on the early signing period. Uh, The Trojans currently sit at number 10 in the 24-7 sports team rankings, number two in the Pac-12 behind Oregon, picked up a couple of new uh, signees uh, on signing day. So um, if you were looking and following along with who USC had uh, on the table, they picked up a couple late ones. Uh, Joseph Manjak is a uh, wide receiver, uh, a three-star wide receiver, six foot three, 200 pounds uh, from from, uh, Memorial, Texas, I mean, Memorial High School in Tomball, Texas. So he's one we've been talking about on the site uh, for quite a bit of someone that could, you know, would potentially uh, sign with USC. They also picked up a bigger one, uh, Jackson Dart uh, from Draper, Utah, Corner Canyon High School. He really has risen up the rankings. He's a four-star quarterback, uh, nationally the 103rd ranked player in the country, a little bit behind Miller Moss. But now USC hadn't signed a quarterback since the 2019 class with Keaton Slovis, signs two in the class of 2021. So both Miller Moss and Jackson Dart did sign on the dotted line. Um, USC currently has 19 signees. There's still a couple of verbal commitments that haven't signed uh, yet. Um, so we're not. We'll see what the status uh, of those are. Uh, but right now, 19 players have signed. There's still some big fish out there, uh, like Corey Foreman. Uh, the five-star, uh, you, know, you know, defensive end um, from Corona Centennial High School. We actually have a clip of Corey Foreman um, talking on the National Signing Day show for CBS. I'll play that one for you. Get your thoughts on Corey Foreman, his chances to sign with USC right now. The very latest on Corey Foreman as the sun sorts of starts to come up on the nation this morning. Yeah, I think programs are expecting him to sign this afternoon. I think uh, one uh, person texted me the noon hour out there, so we'll see if that's uh, when it goes down. But uh, had a good meeting with Arizona State yesterday, I'm told. Clemson made their last pitch earlier this week, and it was USC at the end of last week. I think most people I talk to regarding Corey Foreman's recruitment, they feel like USC is gonna is the one to beat for the local five-star, but uh, Clemson and, and Arizona State are certainly pushing the Trojans to the finish line. It's You know, it's kind of weird. Like, Barton, we've been looking at the f- list of finalists. Steve's been talking about it every week on the Whip Around, which you can find on the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. I, I don't know, you know, in the NFL, they do scoregami, where if you have a unique final score, it fills a box. We've never seen that final score before. How often do we see a list of finalists that include Arizona State, 
and then LSU and Georgia. Just, I mean, listen, I'm sitting over here just doing a show every week. You guys are in the trenches every day. That's kind of unique to me, is it not? It is, and I think it's really interesting the different narratives that it presents for these schools. Uh, when you talk about Corey Foreman, okay, if he goes to USC, all right, are the Trojans back? Being able to land a guy like that, a guy they typically would have landed maybe five, six years ago, if they could finish with the number one player in the country, what does that mean for the future of Clay Helton and for the future of that program? All right, then there's Clemson, a team that, hey, look, they recruit at a high level, but sometimes, you know, this guy was a guy that decommitted from Clemson. They don't always recruit these California kids. That's sort of the new thing with guys like DJ Uyangalale. And so if they can finish that, does that continue? To, to mark Clemson's arrival as this program that's going to contend for a number one class every year. You got LSU, all right, shucking off whatever negative perception there is about that program based on a difficult season. They're still continuing to bang around. And then Arizona State, the way that they've continued to sort of be a, a dark horse come up team in the Pac 12. And then finally, Georgia, a team that has just continued to be a factor for the best players in the country on signing day. So I just think it's really interesting the way that top five has come together. And then as far as the overall signing day class for USC, the CBS crew uh, had a few thoughts on that from the signing day show. So I'll play that for you right now. I can't help but go back, as you talked about in that package, I can't help but go back to when you and I were in this very studio back in February. It's, it's late signing day and we're talking about USC being down below unmentionable programs, to be honest with you, just unmentionable programs. <laughs> and now they sit at 13 to the USC Trojans. And we talked about Corey Foreman there. Let's kind of bring everyone in on this, actually. I mean, I know we've spoken about it. I know they're a finalist, but there's a difference between being a finalist and actually seeing that pen hit paper. I mean, if we see Corey Foreman, let's just, for the sake of argument, end up signing with USC. I mean, like, what a message, what a definitive statement that would be from the West Coast. Yeah, and I'm going to get Steve's thoughts on this here in a second, but I think it's really interesting when you go back to when that decommitment took place. It was really as the pandemic was starting to take hold, as the gridlock on flights and travel was starting to, to take over the country. You figured that that was really kind of the inevitability of this. So he decommits from Clemson. He's a, a local kid. Uh, maybe this is all part of uh, the, the contributing factors to him just sticking at home and you USC really capitalizes on this sort of uh, unique circumstance and keeping a number one player at home that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise been able to land. But as this process has extended, now we realize, okay, no, he is open to going to LSU, to going to Georgia, to going to Clemson, which almost makes it that much more impressive if the Trojans are able to finish this deal. All right, and then overall, uh, yeah, it's interesting. This is much better class for 2021 than it was for 2020. You knew it had to be. They have better recruiters if you... You're checking out online the the Boulevard Studios. The the recruits seem to really love those videos. You're seeing some acting skills, maybe questionable acting skills from some of the uh, um, some of the uh, USC coaches in there. But they're really trying to make a big deal uh, about this. And you know, I think overall this is kind of where USC needs to be. But there's some still some big fish out there that that the Trojans can land and make this really an elite class. You'd like to get a little bit higher than number 10 if you can. Um, obviously, there's other programs still signing, uh, so USC could potentially even drop down too. But uh, you know, adding a player like a Corey Foreman would have a you know give a huge jump to the class. Uh, USC started the day actually number 14, and then after Jackson Dart signed, um, then you know we've got to see him play this year, which a lot of the recruits you haven't. You know, he's out of a, a Draper, Utah, and actually had a featured ESPN game that really got you know everyone kind of put them on their his radar but there's a lot of 
tons of content up on uscfootball.com today uh, about signing day. So just go check it out. I mean, there's stories on every single player that the Trojans signed and analysis and all kinds of great stuff. Plus 60% off if you want to become a VIP member today only. So jump in there and do that. You got to do it. It's uh, it's a no-brainer, 60% off, and you'll get tons of USC information throughout the entire year. All right, that's going to be it for me. Just want to do a quick signing day podcast update. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Peristyle Podcast, presented by uscfootball.com. Be sure to tune in next week for the latest news on Trojan football and recruiting. Don't forget, you can automatically download the podcast directly to your smartphone or tablet for free. Just click the iTunes link on peristylepodcast.com or search for Peristyle Podcast at the iTunes Music Store. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!